Hello, everyone, and welcome to Third Eye with Lorelai. I'm your host, Lorelai, where we talk all things metaphysics. Hello, everybody. And welcome back to Third Eye with Lorelei. I hope that you guys had a fantastic week. I know that I've had a lot of really cool things happen to me this week. And that's kind of the really driving factor of my topic. So I'm, I am really excited to share with you a lot of the really cool stuff that I've been researching, especially with all the things that have happened. And I really hope you guys dig it as much as I do. So I'm just going to dive right in and start talking about the crystals. And the crystals of the week are smoky quartz and black tourmaline. So smoky quartz, and I'm getting all all the information from the Crystal Bible from Judy Hall. And I wanted to preface this actually, first of all, because in reading a lot of her information, she has a couple of things that she mentions that I was kind of like, oh, what's that? So I wanted to define some of those things first. So that way, when I mention it in some of the definitions of these, the different qualities of these crystals, you guys will know what they mean. So the first thing that I wanted to define is geopathic stress lines. And what geopathic stress lines, I, I looked this up and found this on geopathiccare.com forward slash what geopathic stress is dot html and the term geopathic stress is derived from the latin geo meaning earth and pathic meaning stress lines of this energy are referred to as geopathic stress lines the earth has a natural electromagnetic field that is at a frequency of roughly 7.8 hertz, otherwise known as the Schumann resonances. This field gets distorted as it passes through underground streams, mineral deposits, and other obstructions, and the frequency changes to a level that is harmful to most humans. In worst cases, it is understood to go to as high as 250 hertz. This is what we know as geopathic stress. And this is why it typically occurs along lines that follow the course of underground rivers. Other factors such as natural geological fault lines, man-made fault lines from nuclear testing and other building projects that disturb the land can also create conditions where the Earth's natural electromagnetic forces are distorted and result in geopathic stress lines. The most common cause of geopathic stress lines is underground streams and as a rule, wetter climates have more underwater rivers and therefore more geopathic stress lines. So that's the first definition that I wanted to go over with you guys. The next one is meridians. And I got this information off of amcollege.edu and it stands for Acupuncture Massage College. And meridians are, in traditional Chinese medicine, a meridian or jing lao 
is a channel through which chi or vital life energy and the other fundamental substances flow. They are known by many different names, such as acupuncture meridians, acupoints, and energy vessels. The meridians function as a network, much like a highway system, that can be mapped out throughout the entire body. They are similar to the circulatory system in Western medicine, but it needs to be emphasized that meridians are non-physical. There are 12 major meridians through which chi flows. They are located in each arm and leg, have yin and yang properties, and are connected to a specific zhang fu, or a set of five pairs of yin-yang organs that produce the five fundamental substances. There are six yin meridians that are located in the inner region of the arms, legs, chest, and torso. The six yang meridians are located on the outer regions of the arms, legs, head, and torso. In total, there are three yin meridians, such as heart, lungs, and pericardium, and three yang meridians, small intestines, large intestine, and sheng jiao, which is roughly translated as triangle, of the arm, as well as three yin meridians of the liver, kidney, and spleen, and three yang meridians, which is the urinary bladder, gallbladder, and stomach, and also of the leg. And I think, yep, there's one more. And that is nature's unseen for. Oh, yes, that's right. Devic energy. So, Devic, the, the term Devic is derivative of the Devas. And I got this information from aetheirius.org, the Mother Earth, or forward slash the Mother Earth, forward slash the Devic Kingdom. And what the definition is there is it says the devas are intelligence who inhabit physical bodies of a different type of matter than the material bodies of man. They live on the mental physical realms of existence, which consist of the same type of etheric matter which constitute their bodies. It is because of the difference in vibrations of this matter that ordinary man is unable to see the devas or to detect with this basic five senses. The realms they inhabit, even though these are exactly dovetailed into physical planes of earth. Now, just as physical men are interrelated with one another, so are the devas interrelated upon their plane of existence. Just as physical man is existing in different stages of evolution, so also are the devas. Some of these are enlightened beings who have even greater power and wisdom in their own way than any terrestrial master. Some are more primitive and are commonly referred to as gnomes, elves, and fairies, which have been seen by clairvoyants and often by small children. There are even supposedly genuine photographs in existence of fairies. So those are the three things that I wanted to clarify because I had no idea what any of those things were. So if some of you do, fantastic. You guys are already a step ahead of me. <laughs> so Now let's dive into the crystals of the week. Let's go back. Smoky Quartz. The color of smoky quartz is brownish to blackish hue and sometimes yellowish. Its appearance is generally translucent. It's long, 
It's usually pointed crystals with darker ends. To note, a very dark version of quartz may be artificially irradiated and not transparent. So just pay attention. If it's more translucent, it's more of a genuine smoky quartz. If it's darker, then there's probably some artificial irradiation happening. It's not rare, so it's very easily obtained, but ensure that it, it is a natural smoky quartz, especially if you see that it's really dark, it's probably not very genuine. You can get it worldwide. The properties of smoky quartz is one of the most efficiently guiding and anchoring stones, and at the stone, at the same time, it raises vibrations during meditation. This protective stone has a strong link with the earth and base chakras, promoting a concern for the environment and ecological solutions. The stone is a superb antidote to stress. It assists in tolerating difficult times with equanimity, fortifying resolve, grounding spiritual energy and gently neutralizing negative vibrations. Smoky quartz blocks geopathic stress. See, aren't you glad that we define geopathic stress? Well, maybe you already knew it, that's okay. So smoky quartz blocks geopathic stress, absorbs electromagnetic smog, and assists in elimination and detoxification on all levels. It brings in a positive vibration to fill the space. Smoky Quartz teaches you how to leave behind anything that no longer serves you. It can be used to protect the earth chakra below the feet and its grounding cord when in an area of disturbed earth energy. Psychologically, Smoky Quartz relieves fear, lifts depression, and brings emotional calmness. It alleviates suicidal tendencies and ambivalence about being in incarnation. Smoky quartz aids acceptance of the physical body and the sexual nature, enhancing virility and cleansing the base chakra so that passion can flow naturally. This crystal alleviates nightmares and manifests your dreams. When it comes into contact with negative emotions, it gently dissolves them. Mentally, smoky quartz promotes positive, pragmatic thought and can be used in saying to give clear insight and to neutralize fear of failure. It dissolves contradictions, promotes concentration, and alleviates communication difficulties. Smoky quartz facilitates... Oh, see, I did it again, you guys, with my handwriting. I don't know what I said there. I think it's smoky quartz facilitates the bridge between alpha and beta states of mind and aids clearing the mind for meditation. <laughs> clearly and legibly, guys, right? Clearly and legibly. <laughs> okay, moving forward. Physically, because smoky quartz is often naturally irradiated, it is excellent for treating radiation-related illness or chemotherapy. However, care should be taken to select naturally formed stones with minuscule radiation rather than ones that have been artificially treated with radiation. These sources are usually very black and non-transparent. Tolerance of stress is much improved with the assistance of relaxing smoky quartz, and this stone provides pain relief. In healing, a layout of slow-release smoky quartz pointing out from the body can prevent a healing crisis from occurring. For healing, smoky quartz is particularly effective for ailments of the abdomen, hips, and legs. It relieves pain, including headaches and the benefits of the reproductive system, muscles and nerve tissue, and the heart. 
Smoky Quartz dissolves cramps, strengthens the back, and fortifies the nerves. This stone aids assimilation of minerals and regulates liquids within the body. A great position for Smoky Quartz is anywhere, especially the base chakra, under pillows, by a telephone, or on geopathic stress lines. So there's where she was bringing in geopathic stress lines. You can wear it as a pendant for long periods. To dispel stress, place a stone in each hand and sit quietly for a few minutes. Place over a painful point to dissolve pain. Place points away from the body to draw off negative energies and point towards to energize. So that was smoky quartz. The next one that we're going to go over is black tourmaline. And one thing that I noticed with black tourmaline is it's just a form of tourmaline. And so there's actually many different colors of tourmaline. And I didn't know that. So I thought this was particularly interesting. So the different colors of tourmaline are black, brown, green, pink, red, yellow, blue, watermelon, and green. And so I didn't realize there were so many colors of tourmaline. So this stone got exponentially more interesting as I researched it. So tourmaline's appearance comes shiny, opaque, or transparent. It comes in long striated or hexagonal structures, and it usually comes in all sizes. It's not rare, so it's very easily obtained from specialist stores. The sources you can find tourmaline are Sri Lanka, Brazil, Africa, the United States, Western Australia, Afghanistan, and Italy. The attributes of tourmaline is it cleanses, purifies, and transforms dense energy into a lighter vibration. It grounds spiritual energy, clears and balances all chakras, and forms a protective shield around the body. Tourmaline is a shamanic stone that brings protection during rituals. It can be used for scrying and was traditionally used to point to the culprit or cause in times of trouble and indicated a good direction in which to move. Natural tourmaline wands are useful healing tools. They clear the aura, remove blockages, disperse negative energy, and point to solutions for specific problems. They are excellent for balancing and connecting the chakras. At a physical level, they rebalance the meridians. Tourmaline has a strong affinity with the Devic energies and is extremely beneficial for the garden and plants. It can act as a natural insecticide, keeping pests at bay and buried in the soil encourages the growth and health of all crops. Psychologically, tourmaline aids in understanding oneself and others, taking you deep into yourself, promoting self-confidence and diminishing fear. It banishes any feelings of being a victim, attracts inspiration, compassion, tolerance, and prosperity. Tourmaline is a powerful mental healer, balancing the right-left hemispheres of the brain and transmuting negative thought patterns into positive ones. The stone brings the mental processes, the chakras, and the biomagnetic sheath, which is the energy field that surrounds everything, also known as the aura. It brings the biomagnetic sheath into alignment. It is helpful in treating paranoia and for overcoming dyslexia, as it improves hand-to-eye coordination and the assimilation to translation of coded information. 
Emotionally, red, yellow, and brown tourmalines are beneficial for sexuality and the emotional dysfunction that can lie behind loss of libido. Physically, tourmaline releases tension, which makes it helpful in spinal adjustments. It balances male-female energy within the body. For healing, the striations along the sides of tourmaline enhance energy flow, making it an excellent stone for healing, energy enhancements, and removal of blockages. Each of the different colors of tourmaline has its own very specific healing ability. To stimulate meridians, place with the tip pointing in the same direction as the flow. So now let's go into specifically black tourmaline, also known as shorl or S-C-H-O-R-L shorl. I don't know if I'm saying that right. So if I'm saying it wrong, please feel free to correct me on the Facebook page or email me. So black tourmaline protects against cell phones, electromagnetic smog, radiation, psychic attack, spells and ill wishes and negative energies of all kinds. Connecting with the base chakra, it grounds energy and increases physical vitality. Dispersing tension and stress, clearing negative thoughts, black tourmaline promotes a laid back attitude, no matter what the circumstances, and stimulates altruism and practical creativity. In healing, black tourmaline placed point out from the body draws off negative energy. Black tourmaline defends against debilitating disease, strengthens the immune system, treats dyslexia and arthritis, provides pain relief, and realigns the spinal column. Wear around your neck or place between yourself and the source of electromagnetics. So I actually have black tourmaline, a huge hunk of it, right above my bed. So I hang it right on my the upper part of my bed and that I feel calms a lot of negative energy while I sleep and so I feel like it kind of wards off a lot of nightmares for me. So I don't know if that's something that you guys want to try if you're particularly prone to nightmares or any negative energy that may be around um, while you sleep but I usually do that and that's very helpful for me. So the quote of the week is I am learning to treat the journey I'm sorry I said it wrong again. <laughs> Guys, the handwriting. I, I gotta I gotta get better at it. <laughs> Eventually I'll get there. I just I, maybe I need to type out my notes. <laughs> so this quote comes from Mila LeBron and she says, I am learning to trust the journey even if I do not understand it. So let's go on to the topic of the week. And the topic of the week is negative energy and space clearing. So I tried to tie in the crystals to be very uh, promoting to the topic. And I think that these crystals will be very good with this topic here that we're going to go over today. And as I was researching this topic, I uh, had a very dear friend contact me with getting a space cleared for another friend of ours. and. This was very helpful for me because obviously we're clearing a space of negative energy, so it totally bolsters this topic this week. So how to identify negative energy in yourself, others, and in your space or dwelling is the first and foremost thing is you feel the negative emotions perpetually or it's just stagnant in a specific space. 
It feels like anger, sadness, resentment, hatred, grief, depression, anxiety, usually energies that are of lower vibrations. Usually if there is a negative energy as a residual form from an argument or illnesses, you can pick up on it relatively quickly. If it's a spirit that is negative, it can feel as if something is in the room with you that is inherently unpleasant, as if you're being watched and you don't feel safe. Overall, if you feel uneasy in a space that you dwell in often or within yourself, it is time for a clearing or a smudging. And I wanted to define what smudging is. And I looked up a couple of different things on the internet. And I came to ictinc.ca forward slash blog forward slash a definition of smudging. And IC stands for Indigenous Corporate Training. And they define smudging as sacred smoke created from burning medicinal or sacred plants is an aspect of many cultures and religions the world over. In North America, it is a practice common to indigenous peoples and is called smudging. Many, but not all, indigenous cultures in Canada smudge but may have different beliefs associated with the smoke and different ceremonies and protocols. Smudging is traditionally a ceremony for purifying or cleansing the soul of negative thoughts of a person or place. There are four elements involved in a smudge. The container, traditionally a shell representing water, is the first element. The four sacred plants, such as cedar, sage, sweetgrass, or tobacco, gifts from Mother Earth, represents the second element. The fire produced from lighting the sacred plants represents the third element. The smoke produced from the fire represents air, the fourth element. During a smudge, plant leaves or stems are placed in the container and ignited, preferably with a wooden match. The flames are then gently blown out and the smoke, which heals the mind, heart, and body, is wafted over the person, either by hand or with an eagle feather, or any feather, genuinely. I I don't really know if the feather that I have is an eagle feather per se, but as long as it's a large enough feather to help you waft the smoke, that's generally effective. The person being smudged pulls the smoke to them and gently inhales the smoke. The ashes traditionally are returned to Mother Earth by disposing them outside on bare soil. It is believed that the negative thoughts and feelings have been absorbed by the ashes. A person can smudge themselves or someone can lead a smudge by holding the container and directing the smoke over others. So with smudging, If it is a personal negativity you are trying to get rid of or release, you can sit and meditate in the smoke and speak aloud what you are intending to release. Another powerful release of negativity, especially if it's a past hurt or trauma, is to write it out on a piece of paper and then burn it. It is a powerful intention of release. If you are utilizing smudging to release negativity within yourself, it helps to know and understand what negativity you are releasing. Giving the emotion a name gives you power to let go. For instance, if you're holding on to anger, voice that you are no longer holding on to your anger. 
that you release your anger and give it back to the universe for it to find its higher purpose, but it serves you no longer. The same can be said for any other emotion. As you continue to work this way, it is common and expected to uncover areas in your past that you need to let go of. This is all a part of your journey of growth and in finding true happiness and health. Keep moving forward and do not be afraid to fall apart if you need to, because like the past motivational quote says, this is not your destruction, this is your birth. For smudging a space, my practice is to open up the entire space to allow the negativity to escape the space freely. Know that this is this is the practice that is about gratitude, love, and compassion and ascension. Let your heart be in a loving place before performing this ritual. Protect yourself by surrounding yourself with white golden light through meditation beforehand. Wear black tourmaline and smoky cords if you have it, because it is profoundly protective to have that with you. You can keep it in your pocket. You can wear it as a necklace. However you may have it, just keep it on you. It's very, very helpful. As you light your sage or Palo Santo wood, which is another form of, of smoke that you can use, it's just very clearing. Recite the loving intentions to your space, such as, to the negative energy present, the purpose you serve in this place is done. It is time for you to leave this place and serve your higher purpose. Leave this place in love and gratitude. Or, this is a sanctuary of love, peace, compassion, and healing light. Go forth from this place to your higher calling, for it is not here. Whatever your intention is telling you to say, as long as it is positive and loving, go ahead and say it. You can even write it down beforehand. That's usually what I do. I have to write everything down beforehand. Otherwise, I'm not going to know what to say. <laughs> so it helps to write it down clearly and legibly, as you all has heard a number of times where I have had a hard time reading what I have written down. So go through every room, closet, compartment attached to the space and corner and let the smoke permeate each. After this is done, it helps to take a spray bottle with water and salt and spray every windowsill and every entryway. This keeps the negativity from coming back inside and keep the place positive and keep the positive energy inside. Be sure to go through every area you smudged and just stand there and feel the energy. And this is really important, especially before you get your salt water out and start spraying things. After you've smudged, go through every space and feel what it feels like in that space. It should feel empty. Like when someone leaves the room that was particularly loud or obnoxious, it should feel quiet and empty, like a blank canvas for new energy. So once you've done all that, then start using your salt water spray because that will kind of seal in the blank space for you to put in your positive energy and you can do that any which way that you feel whether it's doing fun activities in the room and bringing in positive energy or just writing out some positive intentions and go into each room and recite those positive intentions that way it permeates the room with all the love and positive energy that you want to be there one thing I want to note is if you feel there's a particularly malevolent energy in your space, this is 
very different and needs very specific attention. It's best to speak with a spiritual advisor that you trust, but this topic will have to be for another day because it will make for a particularly long podcast. So, But if you are experiencing something like that, reach out to somebody who can deal with those things better. And you can go on Google and look, or if you go to a church and you have a spiritual advisor, a pastor, a priest, or anybody that can help with that sort of thing, it's better to talk to them in person and kind of get them in line with getting your space cleared out because that's a little bit more of the big guns, if you will. Anyhow, that is the podcast for this week. So I really hope that you enjoyed learning a little bit about smudging. I, I, I use it almost on a monthly basis, sometimes weekly if it's been a particularly bad week or if there's been some arguments I smudge my space and it really does make a huge difference. And I hope that you guys found this educational and helpful to getting your space and your energy clear of negativity and replacing it with your own loving intentions and making things better for yourself. Don't forget to meditate. Don't forget to take the time for yourself to clear everything out and make things new for yourself. And you can do that with meditation and taking the time to be quiet within yourself and finding new alignment and brightening up those chakras and making it new. All right, you guys, it's been a pleasure and I really look forward to seeing you all again next week and talking to you and sharing with you what I've been researching. So love and light to every single one of you this week and I will see you all again soon. If you find yourself interested in receiving an intuitive tarot reading, contact me at 3rdeyelorelei at gmail.com or you can message me on my Instagram at 3rd.eye.with.lorelei or on Facebook at Third Eye with Lorelei Podcast to set up a reading. I can do Zoom or we can meet in person as long as we are wearing those face masks and practicing social distancing just to be safe. As always, love and light to you all, and I look forward to reading you soon.